We actually had the option of three parables today, the third one much longer, the prodigal son, but I think our minds can only focus on one at a time, so I'm, I'm just going to focus on the first one today. In 2015, the average loss of sheep to a sheep farmer was between 2 and 5%. That was based on sheep flocks of 50 sheep or more. And that's with today's technology and modern fencing. While I don't have the statistics for Jesus' day and time, I would guess that the expected loss rate would have been at least as great. Therefore, even the most invested shepherd would have counted on losing between two and five sheep for every hundred. The loss of one or two would simply be the cost of owning a flock. So the parable Jesus presents us with doesn't make sense to the listener. Indeed, most shepherds would not have considered leaving 99, especially in the desert, unattended and vulnerable, to go out and search for the one lost sheep. It would not be prudent, wouldn't be cost-feasible, and wouldn't be a good business practice. So Jesus is giving us an example that goes against our normal way of thinking, which is what a parable is meant to do. It challenges our normal way of thinking and forces us to think in a different way. Jesus' parable isn't meant to make sense to the listener unless we are willing to think about it in a different way. So what is Jesus saying? First of all, Jesus is telling us that God somehow is different from the average shepherd. That God goes far beyond what any rational thinking shepherd would do. That for God, no loss is satisfactory or acceptable. That somehow every one of us who belong to God, saint and sinner alike, is indispensable in the kingdom of God. That more than livestock or a possession to be found, each of us is personally valued and unconditionally loved by our God in a way that doesn't make sense to the world. Oftentimes we think that these parables are only directed at those who have strayed from God, that our mission is to bring back the lost back into the fold and help them change. Some churches even go to the extreme of self-righteousness and condescension. They see themselves as the saved, saving the sinner, as those protecting their flocks from evil. But that might be a bit presumptuous. After all, Jesus is addressing this parable to the Pharisees and the scribes, 
the very ones in Jesus' day and time that were perhaps the most self-righteous and condescending. They saw themselves as the keepers and the protectors of the Jewish faith. They were the presumable shepherds. But the point of Jesus' parable to them is that they were not. Though they were playing God with people's lives, they were not God. Nor were they capable of loving in the way that God loves us. So if we're not the shepherd Jesus speaks of in the parable, then we must be either the 99 or the one that's lost, right? Well, maybe it isn't that simple. What if the point is that we are all part of the 100? What if Jesus' point of rejoicing is not that somehow the lost one is more important than the 99 in the flock, but rather that the lost one makes the flock whole, makes the flock one? Isn't that the point of the Eucharist that we celebrate? Are we not called to celebrate and be made whole in the oneness of Christ? If that's true, then maybe the parable today has a deeper meaning. What if Jesus is not only talking about people who are lost, but that within ourselves which is lost? Those parts of ourself that keep us from knowing and believing in God's unconditional love for us. In our relationship with God and one another, is there anything lost? Is there anything currently missing? Perhaps our sense of innocence. Maybe it's our sense of goodness or worthiness. Maybe it's a lack of self-esteem that we've lost. Maybe it's our ability to trust, to feel safe and secure, to know in our hearts that we are unconditionally loved. If so, are we willing then to let God help us find what has been lost? Are we willing to have God go into the wilderness, so to speak, and sift through our brokenness, our failure and shortcomings, our weaknesses, our addictions, be it social media or be it work, our fears, even our sins. Are we willing to trust in God's love to heal and forgive? That's what this Eucharist is about. Are we willing to be found and made whole? Jesus' parable today is that God is no ordinary shepherd 
that he created us in the image and likeness of his love, perfect and whole, that just as he restores the flock to its original wholeness, so too does he want to restore each and every one of us to wholeness, to the original wholeness we were created in that we all may be one in him.